When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today we have a visiting chef who will be serving up one of their favorites. I'm your hostess, Ashley, and with me today, as always, are the mischievous, the magical, Emily and Lindsay. Which one of us is mischievous? And with mischievous? I'm the mischievous one. Mischievous. I, think, I think it's pretty obvious which one. <laughs> I think them. I think it's both of you because we've already agreed you're basically the same person. That's, That's true. Right. <laughs> That's right. We, well, we, we were twinning super hard earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I felt sad and left out, but it's okay. <laughs> we were just finishing each other's sandwiches as you were telling <laughs> us a story. I was that too. <laughs> All right, Lindsay of the Southern Isles. <laughs> All right, please join us in welcoming Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds. Hi, Josh. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Happy to be here. Yay. <laughs> Woo. All right. So it's time to get into the interview portion of this. For our regular listeners, I decided to play with this a little bit because I cannot leave well enough alone. So let's get this mixed up. (laughs) Okay, so our first question is, um, tell us a little bit about your show. When did you start For Nerds by Nerds? And what inspired you to create this podcast? Uh, I really wanted to start a podcast for like six years, but I just figured I wasn't technologically savvy enough to do it and then i realized it's really easy so i just uh got with my friend who we we basically did our show without recording it already we would watch movies and talk along with them um so yeah we do a lot of like watch alongs and then like movie news and um reviews of movies and and all that fun stuff uh we started last year like right before covid hit and then uh yeah, we have 107 episodes already, so we're very busy. Goodness. That's bananas. Yeah, that is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Not cocaine, like I spelled it in the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love how ever, after everyone says last year, there's like a question mark at the end of it because 2020 was seven years long. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly oh. felt like it, yeah. Um. Yeah. So you touched on this a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about what kind of topics you covered on your show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we do. I call it nerdy, but it's like a wide range. It's mostly like pop culture. So uh, we will do like 
current events. We'll talk about news and then we will just do like a topic. Um, this past week we did like questions from fans and then uh, lots of times we will do like made up topics like who's the best Batman or um, like trailer breakdowns like Ashley came on and talked about the Batman trailer when that came out. Or uh, Lindsay came on and talked about werewolves. That was super fun. That was awesome. I love talking and about werewolves. has never come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a slacker. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're so much a slacker as you are a secret overachiever, but who occasionally is like, oh, no, I'm officially too tired to do that, and I can't now. <laughs> <laughs> We'll stick with that. That sounds a little better than too Mine, lazier. <laughs> yeah. Mine is nicer, so we're going to go with that. Okay. When do new episodes come out? I try to put new episodes out every Monday and Fridays, but sometimes it's like Tuesdays and Saturdays because life gets busy. Fair. It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we feel that. Yeah. Hardcore. Okay, so this next one is kind of a two-parter, so bear with me for a moment. Um, So it's, what's one episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria check out first? Or, what episode of your show is your favorite? I would, yeah, like I said, uh, Ashley was on for a Batman talk. She also came on to uh, watch Terminator 2 with me. And Godzilla 2014. That was really fun. And you made Um, me super uncomfortable by uh, making incest jokes because you know that that's. That that never happens on your show, ever. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. That doesn't sound like us at all. We're an incest free group here. I'm pretty sure there's a clip of this show on my show that is all about incest. Busted. That, that is pure slander, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, Lindsay also came on. She talked about werewolves, and then we watched Hellboy. That was really fun. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys did do Hellboy. Other than that, um, I think the Legend episode is really good because I am just like off the wall about it because I think the whole premise of it is ridiculous, but I'm also extremely enjoying it all at the same time. So it's a it's a fun episode. Yeah, that one is really good. You enjoyed that one more than The Last Starfighter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that fucking movie. Don't even get me started. (laughs) That will will come up on this very episode later on. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So this next one is tough. What is your favorite pizza topping and why is it pineapple? (laughs) (laughs) just kidding you can pick whatever you want we're not that judgy (laughs) i don't mind pineapple on pizza but i do usually like pick it off and eat it by itself um probably mushroom i like mushroom pizza and a lot of people hate mushrooms but you should see Lindsay's face right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm like throwing up in my mouth a little bit She's put worse things in her mouth. It's okay. I have. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Please tell us your thoughts on what it means to be nerdy. I think that being a nerd just means that you like things kind of more than a casual fan would like it. Um, That's why we kind of say you can be nerdy about anything. So if you like take something that you love 
and kind of like adapt it into your life, then you're probably nerdy about it. Like as long as you're passionate about whatever it is, then you're kind of, you nerd out for it. Like I say it all the time because I think it pisses people off. If you like sports a lot, you're definitely a nerd because you do the exact (laughs) same stuff that someone that likes comic books does. Um, But you just think it's cool to make fun of them. (laughs) Yep, that's fair. And like most, lots of people that are still nerds won't dress up like people. And I see people dressed up like football players all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wouldn't want to walk into like a big bar on a game day and call them all a bunch of nerds though <laughs> it might not land well you just bust through the door and you're like nerds and then you just, like run away as fast as possible <laughs> that's super awkward i think that's fair i think that's fair though because honestly how many times to- i've heard a ridiculous number of times in my life somebody who really loves sports quote stats at me and i'm like come on you're literally spewing math at me right now this is not acceptable. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you're in a like fantasy football league, you're basically going to your friend's house and playing Dungeons and Dragons every weekend. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me think of that episode of The Office when they're trying to get Kevin to do math and he can do it and he does it as food. <laughs> it's it's he, with pie. <laughs> it's only pie though. It's yeah. not you can't do it with salad. <laughs> but he nerds out over pie. He does. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, I don't really like pie. <laughs> <laughs> you are making a face at me that I think Dean Winchester would make if he heard me say I don't like pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would have, yep. Pie's amazing. I'm sorry. More for you. More pie's for you. Poor man's cake. You like a pizza pie? Sure. If it's plain. <laughs> <laughs> She just likes the crust. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I don't, but I do really love bread. And as we've already established, bread makes you fat. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So question number seven. Who do you think is better friends with Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes, or Sam Wilson? That's a very, very hard question. <laughs> I know it is. I've done this deliberately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would probably say Bucky, just because that's how it's portrayed. So it's very weird at the end of Endgame when Bucky's just like, oh, Sam, you you can go talk to my best friend that I've been friends with for 100 years. Like, it's all right. (laughs) But I feel like if if Bucky, like, hadn't returned, then him and Sam probably would have become better friends. Just because Sam doesn't have, like, a a dark past of murdering people. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Makes him slightly more endearing. Hey, hey, everyone has flaws. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a, I'm secretly a 1,500-year-old vampire, remember? So you have offended me greatly. She's got a poster of Bucky Barnes that she has on the inside of her coffin. She just stares at. <laughs> I do. He's my favorite 106-year-old man in the world. <laughs> You cradle robber. (laughs) Yes, I am a cradle robber. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) Go ahead and grab that sound bite and replay it over. (laughs) No one give him the audio without the music behind it. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, You actually mentioned this episode a little bit ago, so that's kind of perfect. Um, In one of your older episodes, I literally think it's like one of your first five, you ranked your favorite portrayals of Batman. So we know you're a big fan of Kevin Conroy as the Cape Crusader. Who do you think has given us the best performance as the Joker? Uh, Probably Heath Ledger. He's definitely he's definitely my favorite. It's so crazy and uh, it like broke my mind for a few days the first time I saw it. Um, but other than that, it's definitely Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's better than any other live action Joker. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I probably said this exact same thing in my episode. Jess, if you're listening, Mark Hamill came in second. Don't kill Josh. <laughs> Why, who did, who does she think is second? She'd probably flip that order because Jess is obsessed with Mark Hamill. Yeah. Well, I mean, longevity, he definitely takes it. Oh. oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God, that broke me. I'm sorry. It's fine. Collect- That's so fucked up. <laughs> Collect yourself in time. I don't mean that he's still alive today. I just meant that he played the character longer. <laughs> too late you've already you've already put it out there <laughs> you've already broken emily oh god are you gonna keep <laughs> for that one are you gonna make it i'm good i'm good i'm good okay all right number nine like us you love the show psych which character do you think you have the most in common with probably sean spencer because i'm a bit of a slacker and uh <laughs> i'm just a fun loving guy i guess I watch him on his new show, uh, A Million Reasons Why, and he's still like Sean Spencer, but it's a very like a lot seri- more serious of a show, so it's like a little jarring to see him still acting the exact same way, uh, way. But they're like, "Oh, we threw a beard on him, so he's not Sean Spencer anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I love that the two qualities you picked out about Sean, who is literally a serial liar. <laughs> <laughs> Or that he is a slacker and he's a fun-loving guy. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, all right. And this is the last question. What's the special you selected to feature today and why did you choose it? Uh, It is the urban legend about a mysterious arcade cabinet called uh, Polybius, which um, legend says was out for a month and there were like government agents coming in from time to time to take numbers from it and then it just disappeared after a month so um i really love video games but especially the arcades the town i'm in is home to the world's largest arcade which i've been going to since i was a kid so i really love arcade cabinets and i remember seeing a uh like an hour-long video for this and I was just like mesmerized. I'm like, that is so creepy <laughs> that something like that would exist. So yeah, I when when you guys said to pick an urban legend, I was like, absolutely, I'm picking this. <laughs> nice. I don't, right. I've never heard this before. You have haven't? You I no. have. I haven't either, no. Oh my God, I thought everybody knew about this. Mm-mm. And everyone's as into it as you. What did I do wrong? Nothing. I was just going to say, not not everyone's as knowledgeable as you are. Oh, okay. I thought I was, like, getting accused of, like, heresy or something again. (laughs) No. Why are you so smart, damn it? 
<laughs> um, the answer is maybe I'm born with it. Maybe it's witchcraft. We don't know. <laughs> Fair. Ashley, which way is weast? <laughs> Stop getting at me with the cardinal directions. It's mean. Oh my god. Okay, Josh, why don't you tell us your story so they stop uh, making fun of the fact that my sense of direction sucks. (laughs) Hey there. Do you like movies, cartoons, video games, anime, and everything in between? Then we have a show for you. The Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. Every week, Josh and Ben bring you all the latest and greatest in movie reviews, news, commentaries, interviews, special guests, and tons of bonus episodes. New episodes come out every Monday. We also make great nerdy content on our YouTube channel. You can find our show anywhere podcasts are found. The 4 Nerds by Nerds podcast. Your one stop for all your nerdy needs. Stay nerdy, my friends. Okay. First, I'm going to send a word to the group chat, but you're not allowed to look at it until I say, because then we're all going to guess how it's pronounced, because you guys like doing accents on here. Yes. Just remember, there's a there's an umlaut over the O, but I don't know how to put that in here. So, so yeah. Uh, the year is 1981. We are in Portland, Oregon, that hotbed for uh, everything going on in the 80s. And, yeah, there was this rumor that in... A few arcades in the Portland area, this very, like, blank cabinet, because back in the day when you would get arcade cabinets, some would be very flashy, and they'd have, like, graphics on the sides and the front where the coins go, and then you'd have, like, your light-up topper, Um, and this was completely blank. It only had the light-up topper that said Polybius, and the game was said to be very hard and very, like, advanced for the time like new graphics and it was very like puzzly and it seemed to be very addictive like it would create lines of people and the people would get like irritated waiting in line and start like fighting each other (laughs) (laughs) Uh, get another crack at this game and then reported side effects from playing this game would be amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations. Okay, wait. So the game is cocaine, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, every, everyone playing it was just already doing cocaine. Okay, in my defense, <laughs> he said addictive and then lines like five seconds later. So if you weren't thinking about cocaine, then fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about lines like when you're waiting for the the hell is it called uh, black friday deals and people are all just like waiting outside and freaking out about the lines and stuff and then people get trampled when they open the doors yeah. yep yep that's what i was thinking of i could totally see somebody like behind the person that's playing accident accidentally in air quotes shove the person that's playing so that they they fail and then they can play emily <laughs> have you done this before <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I'm not that petty. Um, I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> your padded elbows would tell differently. <laughs> Thanks for your face. <laughs> so, yeah, the rumor went that occasionally men in black suits would show up and collect unknown data 
uh, from these machines. They wouldn't talk to anybody, and they would just come in and like do something to the back of the machine, and then they'd leave. The way that this shakes out now, if you try to like actually research it, instead of just like going by people's word of mouth, uh, the earliest accounts of it was on Usenet in 1994, but people can't like find that record anymore. So now the earliest confirmed record is from a website called coinop.org from February 6th of 2000. And they believe that it was actually reported in 1998, but then the site went unused. So there was no uh, Y2K fixes. So when, when Y2K hit, it updated everything to the year 2000 and just said that it was all posted then. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it mentions it mentions the name of the game and it mentions the copyright for 1981 was in there but there is no copyright which it's like if this was a government experience of course they would have they wouldn't <laughs> copyright it or they would have erased uh the copyright for it but uh supposedly now you can look at the word that's in the group chat we're gonna okay. we're gonna okay. promote this open the twitter holy shit <laughs> so apparently oh, no. the company that was listed as uh taking the copyright for this was a german company called i'm going to say it's uh sinnerslauschen who wants to who wants to take another crack remember there's the little dots over the o's i i don't know what those do <laughs> i'm gonna say it's sinnerslauschen Ooh. See, I should have gone first because now I'm gonna look stupid. Haha! <laughs> <laughs> it's a, oh, oh! I see how it oh, is. Oh, she put it out there. <laughs> She's hitting me back with that. That's all right. Um, I don't know at all, even though I'm super German, but I'm gonna go with Sinistloschen. Yeah. See, that's how I say it, but in my brain it sounds like the way Lindsay says it. My mouth just won't make those noises. Well, Lindsay is way better at accents and weird voices than the rest of us. <laughs> I'm really good at angry German. It's fine. <laughs> it's one of my best features. <laughs> most most marketable features. My angry German. <laughs> it is probably in some circles. You got a whip, Lindsay. <laughs> so men in black. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers, copyright. Ang- angry German names. We got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the owner of coinop.org, Kurt Collar, he reached out to GamePro Magazine in uh, 2003 because he really wanted to know more about this story that he had already... He published a story, but he didn't have... He figured there was like more details out there. And... GamePro just kind of rolled with what he had told them and was like, yeah, we don't know anything, but we'll share your story. Um, So they published in September of 2003, they published an article called Secrets and Lies. And they basically were like, we did some more research, but it was inconclusive. So this could be true or this could not be true. And then in 2006, a man named Stephen Roach came public and said that he had worked on the game. And he said that the company worked on the game until a boy had an epileptic seizure and the company panicked, and that's why all the games disappeared after a month. They got, they were like, oh, the company panicked and pulled the cabinets. But he couldn't prove anything. He had no proof of actually working on the game. And his like story was a little vague. So he was just kind of, people just thought he was kind of like putting the 
pieces together and just kind of trying to take credit for it. I'd have to call bullshit on that one because we all know that corporations do not care about one person having a problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Shit. if the, the recent car seat issues or whatever don't show us that they don't care, one kid is not going to get them to pull a game. It's yeah. That, money. How many arcade games gave people epileptic seizures? Yeah. <laughs> or most yeah, games. I was going to say, if that was the first one, then it's like, I don't, I call bullshit. That's just not, that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense whatsoever. Um, Snopes.com, who does all these, you know, you guys know Snopes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. They believe that it's just like a modern retelling of the Men in Black story. And like they were, the government was like, put this out, like created this game kind of to create kind of like sleeper agents, like sub- using subliminal messaging. So they were like testing players and then the information that these Men in Black were gathering was like who was the t- who got the top scores so this is where the last starfighter comes in i'm guessing that is, yeah that's, <laughs> that's where the comes in. so they thought like a lot of people think that that was the inspiration for this movie about a game that just magically appeared in the middle of nowhere and then aliens abducted the man because he got the highest score <laughs> uh, such a weird premise <laughs> Do we know if any of the men in black looked like Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he has the perfect, like, hostile government face. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. He's no nonsense man. You don't bullshit Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a bulldog. <laughs> oh my god, he does. Oh my god! <laughs> It was a fucking bad time. Oh my god. I love how I just like blew everybody's mind with that comment. Here's the thing. I've always been like, what does he remind me of? And now I know. <laughs> Makes you kind of want to pat his head now, doesn't it? No, it doesn't because I'm still afraid of him. <laughs> now I just picture you walking down the street and you run into a bulldog and you're just like, no, Tommy Lee, no. He's like, take off running. Sorry, oh sir. You, you forget a bulldog for a pet, you have to name him Tommy Lee. Full name, Tommy Lee Jones. And only to call him Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. Yep. Full name them all the time. Yep. Even when he's good. Doesn't matter. Good boy, Tommy Lee Jones. Good boy. <laughs> that just that just sounds so disturbing. I can't deal with it. It's better than don't eat that, Tommy Lee Jones. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> What's in your mouth, Tommy Lee Jones? Um, Don't pee on that, Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Stop licking your balls on the couch, Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) I am so fucking glad I asked this ridiculous question. (laughs) I can't get over the balls. (laughs) Emily, um, have you ever... Have you ever been able to get over the balls? Because no, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know why balls are so funny, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where were we? Um, there is a man named Brian Dunning. He's an American film producer. Uh, he thinks that this story all came from the fact that in Oregon in 1981, in a short period of time, there was a man who collapsed from a migraine headache after playing the arcade game tempest and then the the, like the next day there was another man who collapsed from stomach pain after playing asteroids for 28 hours straight trying to set the world record 
What? Why? <laughs> for funsies? <laughs> like, how did he go to the bathroom? <laughs> That's probably why his stomach hurt. He's probably wearing a diaper. Solved it. I thought oh, maybe he, he went full, like, trucker and just would, like, drink something and he then pee in it. Yeah. Ew. And then he tossed it out the window. Ew. <laughs> Where was there a window right next to him? I don't know. That's what truckers do. <laughs> Whenever you see, like, a, a Mountain Dew bottle on the side of the road that's full, that's not Mountain Dew. Don't drink no. Uh, well, be like free Mountain Dew. <laughs> well, shit, there go my plans for later. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me last weekend? <laughs> Get away from that Mountain Dew, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but also, ten days later, there was an FBI raid on several arcades in Portland, Oregon, um, because they thought that the owners had been messing with the machines and setting them up as gambling machines, which is super illegal. So they think like that is why people have the confusion that like, oh, these these men in black showed up and then these arcade machines disappeared, or at least that's what the government was telling us. Yeah, <laughs> they were looking for gambling machines. I feel yeah. like they really thought that they were dealing drugs, but I think that about everything. So, <laughs> in the movie uh, Steel with Shaquille O'Neal, they are smuggling guns in arcade <laughs> cabinets. They literally open the bags of them. And there's like guns hanging on just like hooks in the back of the machines. Um, that totally tracks because just remember. Pablo Escobar used to put it in freaking banana crates so you can stick it wherever you want. He used to put it in hollowed out TVs and refrigerators. You can hide shit wherever if you're a smuggler. You just gotta be smart. Yeah, John DeLorean literally filled all of his DeLoreans with cocaine. (laughs) I mean, it would make a lot more sense than a person who wasn't snorting a bunch of cocaine made that car. (laughs) (laughs) Emily's face, she's like, cocaine car (laughs) why do i get a cocaine car (laughs) well emily it's pretty expensive Uh. (laughs) brian dunnan also believes that here's the word again you want to do it Lindsay? sign instruction (laughs) i get the word german every single time sign instruction Because if you, if you break that word down in German, it means uh, senses, and then sloshen means to extinguish or to delete. So Brian Dunning believes that that was just a company name put together by somebody using like an English to German dictionary because it's like poorly put together. It's not an actual German word. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. But there was a writer named Patrick Kellogg who believes that the this whole thing was just a misunderstanding, and it was because at the time they were coming out with laser disc games because uh, there was laser disc movies, laser and then some disc. games like uh, Dragon Slayer was on a laser disc, and it could make it like you could make the graphics a lot better. But laser discs were very like the machines would burn out very fast, or the discs would break, so that would explain like people coming to fix it they were like coming and like messing around with the machine to fix the laser dicks machine and then like after a month when it it burned out then they came and they took the machine away 
up. <laughs> okay, I'm all sorry. three of us heard laser dicks, and Lindsay's going pew pew. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> Stop playing with my laser dicks, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's the real men in black right there. <laughs> oh, no, that's probably the most reasonable explanation we've gotten yet for why people would be in there fiddling with the machines all the time, I feel like. Although I stand by the smuggling thing. I don't give a shit. Like, they were smuggling <laughs> stuff in those. I know it. <laughs> yeah, the, the only other piece of information is that a British filmmaker named Stuart Brown, he thinks that Kurt Collar, the guy that owns coinop.org he thinks that he just made it up just to to like push traffic to his site sneaky bastard yeah wouldn't be the first time (laughs) that's true (laughs) and that's kind of like the fun thing about this one is that like it can be true and not true for for all the same reasons Mm -hmm. because it's like any any explanation that disproves it is also like well the government could do that or the government could use that excuse or of course they would do that to make it look like it never happened or that they just took it away. Conspiracy theories are fun. Yes. Mm. Well, it's not even just that. Um, speaking as someone who's gone further and further down the I don't fucking trust anybody that works for the government rabbit hole in the last year of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've done a lot of terrible fucking shit. And then they just burn all the records and pretend that it never happened. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't like, put like it past Like the E.T. Them. game. The what? The E.T. game. And then they just yeah. buried it in the desert. <laughs> I was thinking more like, you know, how all of Charles Manson's records mysteriously disappeared, but I just can't let that go. (laughs) That's fair. Maybe they wound up in the same place as this arcade game. They probably did. They're sleeping with the fishes. (laughs) (laughs) Lift the E.T. game. E.T. is like, I can't go home. Don't sleep. Don't sleep with the fishes, Tommy. <laughs> I'm gonna feel so bad if something happens. <laughs> oh no! What really happened to Manson's records, Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't believe Jack shit anymore because they covered up so much stuff. That was That's a good true. story. It I was. Liked it. I feel like it's probably the inspiration for the episode. I don't know if you guys watched this show when it was on, but the show Chuck when it was on. Yep. Uh-huh. There's that episode Chuck versus the Tom Sawyer, and I totally feel like <laughs> the video game and that oh, is yeah. is totally got to be to some extent based off of this urban legend. Yeah, I love Chuck's such a great show. What was his, his friend's name again? Morgan. 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 And he had so a DeLorean. Funny. He had a DeLorean that he called the DeMorgan. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him so much. Morgan Grimes. Mor- Grimes. That was, I was like, started with a G. Grimes. Oh, man. All right. So um, I guess before I forget, because I feel like we've forgotten this a couple of times with guests on, Josh, why don't you tell our guests where they can find your show if they want to hear more or where they can look you up on social media? I thought you were going to say it so they can hear more or less. <laughs> I am uh, not a stone cold bitch. <laughs> if you want to avoid me, do not go to uh, FNPN podcast on Twitter or FNPN 
the number four and the letter U on Facebook and Instagram. You have a Facebook? Yeah, I he do. does. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason I like Instagram because I don't like Instagram either, but everything will go directly from my Instagram to my Facebook, so I never have to go on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know we don't always do these when we have guests on, but like, what the hell? Does anybody have anything good that they want to share before we go ahead and wrap things up? I do. Ooh, go. (laughs) She was ready for it. I was ready for it. And it kind of fits in with uh, the nerdy theme of the evening. So my youngest yesterday was um, like camping day at school. She's in first grade and they were like, bring in your sleeping bags and a stuffed animal and a flashlight and some books you like. And we're going to have a little camp out in the classroom. So she brought this. 12 inch stuffed Evie that she got for Christmas from her aunt, my sister Maddie. And then yesterday she comes home, walks in the door, stops, gives Thomas his horrified look, and is like, I forgot her on the bus. <gasps> and she like immediately panics, starts sobbing. So Thomas like loads her in the car and they drive to the school because we're only like five minutes from the school. And they're like, call the bus garage. So he calls his bus garage and they're like, "Eh, we don't know where it is. I happen to have her bus driver's phone number. I don't know why, but I do. (laughs) And so I texted her and I was like, hey, she lost this. Do you happen to know if it was on the bus? She's like, no, I didn't see it. She's like, I did see her bring it in the morning. It's pretty big. So I would have seen somebody else walk off with it. And I didn't see anybody else walk off with it. So I was like, okay. So I reached out to her teacher whose phone number I also have because she's a member of the Girl Scouts. And I was like, did she leave it at school? And she's like, I don't think she did, you know, but I'll check in the morning. She was inconsolable all night. Like she was sobbing about it. She actually did the thing. You know how as parents, you're like, someday you're going to say this to your kids. She did the thing where she said, I should have taken better care of my things so they would last longer which is what Thomas always says to the kids. Take care of your things if you want them to last longer. And she's like sobbing. So I was like, fingers crossed, something good happens today. Find out this afternoon when she gets off the bus, her friend Emily, who lives down the street from her, saw her get off the bus without it and grabbed it before anybody else could so she could give it back to her. That's a good friend. So... We went to her house this afternoon. She forgot to bring it at school today. But we went to her house this afternoon. She got it back. And I was like, that is like the best kid ever. She saved the day. So that was my something good is that not only did she learn a lesson, like take care of your things so they last a long time, but that she also got it back and that her friend is such a good thing for her. So that was my something good. That is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Buy that kid some cookies. I know. (laughs) I was like, you need to give her something nice as a thank you for that, because what she did was really cool. Because there were a lot of kids on that bus that could have just very easily just taken it and not given it back. Free stuff. (laughs) Free Pokemon. That's so cute. I love everything about that. Yeah. (laughs) So now I have a very happy soon-to-be seven-year-old who is no longer sad. Because last night was pretty rough. She was really sad. Aww. Does anybody else have anything good? Josh, you can chime in too. 
I celebrated my birthday with my kids tonight, and they got me a cake with my podcast logo on it. Aww. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's I love cute. That. Aw, I love that, too. Everyone's lives sound so much nicer than mine. <laughs> I have a ghost, if it makes you feel any better. Actually, I hate to say it, but it does a little. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, my something good is that I watched the first episode of Loki today because it came out and it was so good. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to spoil it. But it was like I thought it would be really good. Like my expectations were pretty high and it totally more than delivered on them. So I I feel really excited about that. I second everything about that. Yay. (laughs) I watched it at lunch, and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Throughout the entire thing, I was, like, heavy breathing the entire thing. Did you cry at all? Because I cried. I cried. I cried real hard, like a little bitch. There was some ugly crying. Things got weird. River was uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. I was watching it with Thomas, and he definitely looked at me like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, shut your face. This is emotional. No, I'm not going to be okay. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I have all these feelings and they need to come out of my face. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Miss Emily, do you have something good? Besides your oh, ghost? Good. I wouldn't. My ghost, I would not call it good right now. That was a sympathy ghost. It was not <laughs> something good. <laughs> the... So Joel was out of town this past weekend and it was, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet. I did. About how activity just mm-hmm. it went crazy. Like I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep and it sounded like somebody was tapping on the door that's right next to my head, but the no, door's open and the cats are on the bed. So there's obviously nobody there. Nope. Nope. Yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff was happening. We kept hearing doors opening and closing, like slamming doors over and over. And yeah, it was freaking me out. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't call it good, but it certainly was interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm super uncomfortable. <laughs> That's not what we were looking for at all, Emily. <laughs> I don't have something good right now. It's okay. Listen, that's still better than the day that I sat here staring into space for like five minutes. And I was finally just like, I don't have anything. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just don't have anything. And that's, yeah, that's fair. Sometimes we record really close together and I just can't think of anything. So it just happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we close up for the night, I want to read a review from a very satisfied patron. I wish I had chosen one whose name I could pronounce, but I did not. <laughs> Is it Finnish lotion? <laughs> I wish. Um, so the first name's definitely Carissa, for sure. Uh, the last name, I assume, is Vicus, but I don't know. It could be Vicus. <laughs> we'll just go with Carissa. Carissa. Carissa, I am sorry that that is both of those are probably not the pronunciation of your name, but we'll go with Carissa. So she titled it Great Vibes. I absolutely adore how the hosts share urban legends, mythology, and so much more from around the world. Love the vibes and the laughs. Give them a listen. I promise you won't regret it. Thank you. Thank you, Carissa. 
I got left out of that one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Listen, if it makes you feel better, I feel like a lot of them specifically mention the cryptids and the urban legends. And I'm like, I'm just sliced bread. It's fine. (laughs) No, it's fine. I know that they don't remember like all the things from the intro when they go in to write the reviews. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for coming on and being our guest storyteller for today. We really appreciate it. All right. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a super secret slice <laughs> of Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I've seen a lotion. You know what? I'm not going to go with Scenish lotion. I'm going to. I was going to say top secret, but we know how I feel about alliteration, so I'm sticking with super secret slice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, am I the first person that's been on that actually makes pizza for a living? Yes, I think. Yes, I think so. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're an OG. Oh, see, that's why his story was so good. He's just, he's well practiced at this. Yep. Yeah, I got pineapple pizza in my veins. I make that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like you should probably get seen for that. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you you should go to the doctor, but you should probably go to the doctor. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I can't breathe and I'm very overheated. So I think I'm going to go ahead and try the closing again and we'll see where we're at. Because I only got halfway through before we fell off the rails. (laughs) That's our show. It's You know what? It's every time I try to read a thing, this is what happens. Okay. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a super, super, well, now I can't talk. (laughs) Look what's happened. You can do it. I believe in you. I know. No, listen, I can do it. It's going to be fine. I can do it. (laughs) If you're doing that, I'm not going to get through it. I appreciate the support. I just can't look at you anymore, so I'm going to look this way. Third time's the charm. (laughs) Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you. Ashley, I'm leaving you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I love you, Josh. Oh, God, Josh. That was amazing. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a super secret slice of urban legend. Pineapple Pizza Podcast, sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do, Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) (laughs) If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us, check out our Tee Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice. Because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. 
Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PineAppPizzaPod. That's PineAppAppPizzaPod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at PineAppAppPizzaPod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels. And just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome. And we love you.